Welcome to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks, and of course, on Rev TV Canada. Uh, welcome to everybody. Have we got a stellar lineup for you here tonight? We're going to start it all off on Canada's East Coast. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. Barn burner, to say the least. We're going to kick it all off in mere moments with the driver of the 08 car, uh, Nicholas Noggle. We'll all be getting to know who Nicholas Noggle is. Uh, he went to Victory Lane again yesterday in the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour out there at Scotia Speed World. That's his home racetrack. He finally got a win in the Nova Truck Center's 150. He did a great job. We're going to talk about the race here in just a few moments with Nick, and uh, we'll get caught up and see what that driver's thinking. Under the helmet, great race for him. Uh, Really, really good. Uh, Then we're going to come into the province of Ontario. We're going to check in tonight with the driver, the number 31, in the APC series. Uh, He's from over Barrie Way, uh, Rick. Spencer Walt is going to join us. Uh, He's got some news that he's going to share that I'm sure everyone is going to be interested in. We'll get off then to Flamborough Speedway. Just last night, you know, a lot of rain uh, here in the province of Ontario played havoc with a lot of different racetracks. But Flamborough Speedway stuck it out last night and they hung in there, got the races completed and the number 86, Billy Schwarzenberg. We haven't heard from Billy in a long time here on Race Time. He went to Victory Lane in the first Pro Late Model feature. He got the win, and we're going to join them tonight here on the show. He's going to join us, we might as well say. Uh, then we're going to get off to a winner that happened at the beach in his Pro Late Model. The number 10 from Port Elgin, Tom Gibbons, is going to join the show. Uh, he did a great job at the beach last night. He and Josh Stoddy warring it out right at the end, and it was a real nail-biter to the end. Not a lot of cars in this race, but the quality was definitely up front in the show, and Tom Gibbons goes to victory lane. Then, of course, we had some huge news launched. Uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday, right at the end of the week, from Riverside International Speedway. We now know the name of the NASCAR driver that is going to join us for the IWK 250, that driver is no one other than, and I mean red hot NASCAR. How about Carson? Uh, uh, Carson Hosevar. He is going to join us tonight on the show. Coming off a great weekend. He picked up the win in Nashville. That's his second truck win. He uh, was in the Xfinity race. Didn't go the way he planned. He kind of wrecked out of that one. Uh, made his cup debut just a couple of weeks ago and sort of made everyone stand up and take a notice to him. Uh, Carson Hosever, one of those talented drivers. He is really good behind the wheel of a super late model and uh, going to be able to thrill the fans uh, at Riverside International Speed, when, of course, Race Time Radio is going to have live coverage of that race uh, on July the 15th. But uh, you want to be there for the whole weekend? We'll talk lots about it here tonight. And then, for our final guest of the night, we're going to catch up with Alex Lebe. Of course, he's been running NASCAR Xfinity. 
Well, guess what? He came back up north this weekend, uh, jumped into the NASCAR Pinty Series all the way out there in Newfoundland at Eastbound International Speedway. Didn't win the race, come awful close. He ended up with a second-place finish uh, in the 24 car for J- uh, Dave Jacobs. Uh, great run for Alex Labe. Uh, we tried to get Trayton. He was the winner. Uh, but Trayton is in an aircraft on his way home. So I thought, well, hey, maybe we can get a hold of Alex if he flew home. And sure enough, uh, he is actually in the air right now. But by the end of the show, uh, he's going to be able to join us. So that's what we got coming at you. A great lineup of all of these guests, and uh, we surely appreciate the time. But what do you say we get to the Zoom line right now, and let's bring in the driver of that number 08 out in the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. We're getting to see him quite a bit, and that's a good thing. Let's welcome him in. Nicholas Noggle, what's going on? How you doing, Nicky? Good. How you? How's yourself? Uh, doing real good. Man, it's got to be good to be Nick Noggle right about these times. Uh, uh, you went to Victory Lane again, buddy, uh, and this time at home. Yeah, no, it uh, it felt good. It was definitely uh, it was it was cool to get another win right after that one we got at the Riverside. But to, to get it at my home track, it just meant so much for me and my guys. Well, and that wasn't an easy one by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, yourself, the 99 of Craig Slon White, and how about young Danny Chisholm subbing for uh, Donald Chisholm in that 89 Nova Celtic Ford? He was sending you through some uh, some hard, difficult times to get around there. Uh, he was running you good. Yeah, no, Danny. Danny did a great showing for his first race. So really proud of him. Like. Uh... It's hard to come out here and just especially out of a legend car where you're driving driving as hard as you can for 50 laps well these races are a lot longer than that and it's very easy to wear yourself out so he did really good to do what he did yeah if anybody can understand what young danny went through it would have been you nick because that was kind of the path that you chose to come from uh from your beginnings up into a pro stock into a super late model now uh, that's that's a big transition, but it seems like guys that have chosen that same path that you and Danny and many other drivers have chosen seems to be a really good path that teaches you what you need to know when you uh, do make the jump. Yeah, no, the biggest, I agree. I think, uh, honestly, the way up through that we're doing is, is a good way to do it. It uh, Power to weight-wise, a legend card, it's very twitchy. It's very, it's always a handful to drive, but it does give someone good car control and moving up into the bigger the pro stock cars and super lates and pro lates like you're a lot more used to the amount of power that you're dealing with and how the car is going to respond yeah and they're unforgiving right uh when it happens in a legend car or a pro stock for that fact it happens in a hurry and you got to be ready for it sometimes you can save it and then other times well it just gets too far too fast yeah exactly it's it's these things aren't toys. You're definitely dealing with a lot of power and a lot going on. you got to be on top of it, but it sure is fun when you make it work. Well, it sure looked like to be a ton of fun to be in behind the wheel of that 08 car yesterday. Let's talk about the Nova Truck Center's 150. Uh, I was able to watch. I watched on Tim's Corner, and uh, it looked like a beautiful day in Nova Scotia at Scotia Speed World. Uh, tell, I can't remember where you started. You didn't start on the pole. You were back there a little bit. Yeah, no, with the uh, East Coast International Tour, we have a rule. If you uh, have won a previous feature in the season, they required you to start at best 11th, where Jared was also in the field. I ended up having to start 12th, but uh, 
we made quick work of the first handful of cars and just quickly picked our way up through and got the track position that allowed us to race uh, Craig's Long Lake for the win there for the last hundred laps. It was, it was pretty good. It, it made for good racing. Oh, it was a fast 150. You guys didn't take long to get that one in the books. Uh, what's it like to be, uh, you know, looking at it uh, maybe differently now than what you used to, Nick? Uh, you're a proven winner now. Uh, you seem to be the guy to beat on the racetrack. Do you feel the pressure of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't see things that way, to be honest. I'm going out there with these great group of guys every week in racing, and I just see everyone as having a chance to, to win. It's someone you got to fight. We have so many good drivers out there that come and run with us. It's uh puts a lot of pressure on you as a driver, but it, it also, the pressure's good. It causes you to have to perform and not slip up and be perfect. That's the biggest thing. Uh, and I, I'd never say that I was, but unfortunately... Uh, it's just part of it, just not making mistakes, and hopefully it all wor- works out at the end. So the halfway break comes up. Uh, like you mentioned, you started back in the 12th slot. Uh, the halfway break comes along. Did you pull in? Did you make any changes? And if so, what were they? Yeah, no, we, uh, like I say, track position is such a big deal at these tracks, these races. 150 laps might seem like a lot, but it really isn't when you have to come from the back. So uh, the biggest thing was we just stayed stayed where we were didn't go in didn't take fuel didn't take tires nothing throughout the race and just uh hung out up front and made sure we were in position when it came time to make the move you know i think back to some of the other previous 150s and 200s that race time radio did out on the east coast broadcasting the races and i think back to one specific race uh and it was craig's lawn white i believe it was the cat 250 that at that time uh, guys would go in at the halfway break, be able to pick up the tires uh, on the second end of it. It's 250-lap race. You're going to need rubber. Uh, and I remember Craig Slon White being a bullet, uh, rocket fast the first half of the race. He went in and picked up those new skins, uh, went back under the green flag to start the second portion of the race, and, man, he dropped like a rock. And you would think, wow, he's got brand-new tires. How come he's fallen out so badly? Uh, luckily for Craig, the caution came out, I guess, about 10 laps into that run. I uh, went right back into the pits, put the same tires he had on before, and uh, started marching his way back up to the front. At the end of the race, Tim interviewed him and said, like, what happened? Man, you were so fast, and then you faded back and come back. He said, you know, not always when you put on a brand new set of tires, does it make the car feel better and react better? Sometimes they're different, right? The tires are a little bit different. They didn't grow the way you anticipated. And uh, sometimes it can cost you a race, too. Uh, That's got to be a real conundrum. And who solves that behind the wheel? Is it you that says, "Uh, no, crew, I think I'm going to stick with what I got? Or is it the crew chief that's watching the watch? Saying to you, Nick, when you come in, we're doing rubber. Yeah, that's a big issue that can come. I mean, especially with our 250s, you practice all day in the heat and you get the car good. You start out the race on a set of tires. It's hot. But by the time that halfway comes, most of the time it's dark. And uh, track conditions have changed a lot. You've kind of adapted with them on this one set of tires. So when you put new rubber on, it'll tighten the car right back up again. And you, it just might not like how it responds being uh, that much cooler and 
fresh tires and all. And as a driver, that's a hard choice to make. You, you always, there's always that thought in the mind of, wow, the other tires just felt so much better. Maybe I'll throw them on. But most of the time, the truth of the matter is the pace is just picked up again because everyone's on fresh rubber. And in my opinion, sometimes you just got to bear it out for a little bit, take what you got. It's not very frequent that you'd go back in and put 125 lap tires back on. Yeah, yeah, that's a risky move in itself, going and getting those tires. Uh, but sometimes you got to be patient, like you say, and wait for that car. Wait for everybody else to do what they did on the first run, and that was fall off, where you don't fall off. And uh, it, it's incredible to watch you guys out there. If you're just tuned in, we're with Nicholas Noggle. He is from out in Nova Scotia. Uh, he won yesterday's Nova Truck Center's 150. In the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, a great series out on Canada's East Coast that Nick has been part of now for, uh, what, five years, Nick? You've been going in the series, or is it longer? We're probably pushing six, I'd say, on the Pro Stock Tour. We've been racing for over 10 now between the Bandoleros and Legend Car Divisions and moving our way up. But uh, I'd confidently say at least five years on the tour now. And where is home for you? What what town are you from out there? Are you from Halifax? Yeah, so I'm technically born and raised out of uh, Coal Harbor, Nova Scotia, Dartmouth, right across the bridge from Halifax. Uh, we all consider it the same thing, but uh, yeah, I was born and raised here my entire life. Grew up going out and watching the Friday night racing over at Scotia Speed World. And like I say, just to be able to get it done in, in the peak division and finally get a win there, it, it's it's huge for me and my crew. I've had wins there and everything else we've run, and it's just that this one's been lurking behind us, and it's it's glad I'm very glad to get it done. Well, I put a tweet out yesterday during the uh, race itself, and watching you and Craig Slonwhite in the 99 car running lap after lap after lap, side by side, you'd move ahead a bit, he'd get a little advantage coming off, and then the next time it'd be vice versa. Whatever. The two of you were glued side by side and not banging off each other. Sometimes you're making a little bit of contact, but it's going to happen at those speeds. And I couldn't help but think back to watching uh, guys like Dylan Blankhorn in the 67 and the 53 of uh, Cole Butcher. Those two kids, and they were kids back then, doing it like that. And it was lap after lap. Amazing racing. And uh, man, I'll tell you what, fans really get their money's worth. And well, yesterday, it was you and the 99 car taking those roles. Uh, what's it feel like when you got, like, Craig Slonwhite on the outside? Are you, you know, uh, thinking, ah, I can't make any contact, the guy's going to freak out? Or do you guys get along and you know that if there is a little bit of contact, it doesn't mean that it was done on purpose? The biggest thing I find when racing with anyone, it's we're both fighting for the same real estate and that. Uh, Unfortunately, racing incidents happen. It's it's part of the, the ordeal where <laughs> these things are animals sometimes. But, uh, you know, just you, you, you're pretty confident racing around these guys. and You hate to see something bad happen, and it does, and tempers get hot, and it's unfortunate. But at the end of the day, you just got to remember we're all out here trying to do the exact same thing. So I'm not going to back off at all and just let anyone go. We're going to race hard, and I wouldn't expect them to do this, do any different. So. You know it's there, and I mean, if a little contact happens, it, it does suck. You do feel bad about it, but at the same point in time, you do understand what's going on in both cars, and sometimes you have helmet fires, sometimes you don't. <laughs> yeah, good way to put it. Uh, you're coming off to win at Scotia. 
Uh, you also come off to win at Riverside. Good news is IWK 250 is the next race. I do believe that's going to happen out there. And you're coming off a win. I know it was a 150 versus a 250. Uh, but what are the thoughts heading into the IWK now? Oh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good experience for me and my entire team again. Uh, I, I've been looking forward to this race all season. And with the help that we've got and the, just the expertise and being able to get this car dialed in a little more, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to say that we're expecting anything one way or another, but it's just nice to go in and feel confident that we have the gear underneath us and I have the team backing me to dialed into whatever comes our way on race day. It's uh it's definitely good and like I said a hundred times, I have the best guys in the business. I have so much support behind me between my mother, my father, my girlfriend, and all my guys. They're there for me week after week and they see the time we put into this and my father's right there by my side every night till probably ten or eleven o'clock in the shop and we're just working away and trying to make these cars good and at the end of the day it's just it's been a great experience and looking forward to this uh iwk 250 this year and seeing what the competition brings and hoping to put on a good show for the fans that's that's the most important part i guarantee you're gonna put on a show for the fans every time you jump in i know we get our money's worth and that's the cool part about it sponsorship on that zero eight car you managed to make them guys light up again <laughs> who was it Oh, I, I can't thank all my sponsors enough. I mean, I got uh, Broadcom Construction on, as always, Mobile One. They just, uh, they helped me out so much. Uh, Conway Customs, McDonald Automotive, Celtic Air Services, and Wingnut Productions. They just, uh, all these guys come on board, and we have some connection one way or another to them all. And it's it's good to have friends on board. That's the best way to put it. They, uh, they're as excited to see me win as I am, and... It's, it's awesome to go out there and get it done for them. And like I say, without their help, we couldn't be doing this. And without the fans showing up every week, I mean, it's the same deal. It's it's so glad. I'm so glad to see racing coming back strong. Yeah, it is. And that's a really good point to make. Uh, it, it's because of the commitment and, uh, you know, that, that, that chemistry that you guys put together on your team. Uh, when, when teams manage to get that chemistry, it's hard to get, but when you get it, man, you got to make the most of it. And Nicholas Nuggle, you did it again on Saturday. Congratulations on the win. And, uh, man, I look forward to catching uh, catching up with you at the IWK 250. It's going to be a really good one. Yes, sir. It'll, I'm looking forward to it as well. And uh, like I said, I just hope it's a, it's a great weekend for everyone. And if nothing else, there's a great race put on. You betcha. You have safe travels. I'll catch you at uh, James River. Sound good? Yes, sir. Can't wait. You betcha. Nicholas Noggle. They don't make them much better than that, race fans. Uh, you got to get out and see them. And July the 15th weekend, and I mean the weekend, if you have not seen the IWK 250, you do not want to miss it. Uh, you got to take it in. We get fans there literally from across Canada. A lot of friends, a lot of visitors from the United States have heard about the IWK 250, and they make the trip there. Uh, when you look at Riverside International Speedway, it's just outside Antigonish, Nova Scotia, a beautiful community. Uh, and I got to tell you, that racetrack transforms itself into a very small city. Uh, when the population at the racetrack that weekend exceeds the population at uh, Antigonish, the closest town, you know something big is happening. And 
guys like Nick Noggle are going to make uh, that race even more special. Uh, so many good names and so much emphasis goes in to the IWK 250. Truly Canada's ultimate short track race. I've been saying it forever and I'll continue. Uh, it is truly Canada's ultimate short track race. Their Daytona 500 and for good cause. Uh, I know we all look forward to it. We'll continue the conversation. We'll hear more about the IWK throughout the course of the night. But we're going to step out, take a quick break. When we come back, Rick spencer Walt, driver of the number 31 two-speed Chevrolet, is going to join us here all live on Race Time Radio. Stay right there. We will be back in just mere moments. Hey, race fans, this is Larry Barrio, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM, Channel 167. From coast to coast, coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick, quick fire starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire starter. The greatest drivers and cars in the world return to Canada's legendary road course from July 7th to 9th. The Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park features the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship with a new for 2023 GTP class featuring Le Mans prototypes as well as exotics and sports cars for their only stop in Canada. Don't miss the Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park July 7th to 9th and the return of world-class racing, camping, and family fun. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. The Riverside 250 started back in 1977 at Riverside International Speedway. The 250 has continued for all but a couple of years since. In 2007, the 250 was titled the IWK 250 and has been Canada's crown jewel event to win every year. The tradition continues this July 15th weekend. With the IWK 250 tailgate parties on Thursday night, then Friday night, it's the Auto World Sportsman Series, Henry's Auto Pro 100. And then on Saturday, it's the IWK 250 featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour and teams from across Canada and the U.S. For tickets and camping info, get to riversidespeedway.ca and join us live. At Canada's ultimate short track race, the IWK 250, presented by Steve Lewis. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. 
tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Nothing connects like country music. Country music. Dig in to Sirius XM's Country Universe. The next generation on the highway, Channel 56. This millennium's hits on Y2 Country Channel 61. Or 80s and 90s Prime Country on Channel 58. Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. Are you a CFL fan? If you are, you have to have Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and you got to keep it cranked on Channel 167. we got all those games that you want to listen to when you're Humping her down the road, uh, you can tune in and not miss a down in the CFL. Keep it locked on Channel 167 Canada Talks. And we got a lot of other really good programming as well. But speaking of good programming, we got a guy that provides us with really, really good programming and good entertainment every time he straps into the number 31 two speed Chevrolet. It is Rick Spencer Walt, and he joins us right now on the Zoom line. Ricky, what's going on? How you doing, bud? Oh, I'm doing good. Just uh, finished up a late lunch with the wife there and uh, early dinner, I guess, and hanging out in Jaker's room with some of his trophies. <laughs> They're watching some TV in the other room, so yeah, just having a good night. Good, good. Yeah, I'd say it's a late lunch. That's uh, <laughs> If you got up at noon, we can still call this lunch. Well, I was up earlier than that, but uh, late night last night at Sauble, uh, Jake wrecked his car a couple weeks ago there pretty bad, so took him over to Sauble last night uh, on the rain out there to Hopefully tune it in. It started off pretty rough and ended pretty good. So uh, happy with that. No, oh, that's good. That's good. Young Jake, uh, your, your son does an amazing job behind the wheel. He is a champion at Sunset Speedway in a junior late model. And he's going to make an appearance on this show one of these nights real, real soon. Uh, I did catch up with him at Motorama back at the beginning of the year. But unfortunately, rookie move with the new video stuff. The audio didn't work, so I got to make that up to young Jake, but uh, <laughs> sounds like he's doing a good job behind the wheel. Other than wrecking last week, uh, you get it all fixed up, and uh, how did he finish last night? Uh, he started off really uh, struggling with the car. It was uh, We tried, everything was bent in the car, left front suspension, axle. Uh, we basically had a bare chassis at sunset, tried putting it back together and beat some stuff around with hammers <laughs> to make it all work, so... He finished up second to Cole Camrath. Cole's got a, they got a really good program going right now and talented people working on his car too. And they're all racers. So it's pretty cool. Uh, he had a hell of a race with Del Freiberger and uh, side by side for many laps and just barely beat him out at the line. So uh, it was awesome. Uh, we get along with all of them, have a lot of fun. So it was, uh, it was a good night out. Tell me the future isn't bright when we get these young guys starting out nice and young like Jake is and Cole and so many of the other kids. Uh, it, to, to think of what they're going to be doing in the future, uh, it's truly amazing. And uh, it, that's the way that program was designed to work. Start them out young and get them in. Can you imagine, Ricky, if you would have started that young where you would be today? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, the help I have in, uh, you know, with, 
two speed motorsports and strike energy jim wilson just all the people that we have helping us over right now dunlop billards my uh, cousins own that uh just a just a ton of people that help us out right now and uh if i had that back when i was jake's age uh, it would have been pretty cool i just uh i i just want to get him as far as we can we're not looking at nascar or anything like that obviously uh we're not hockey parents thinking we're going to the nhl here so right, let's just right. let's just do what we can and uh get him racing have some fun with it going with him is just a lot of fun uh I get to drink a lot more beer on race days when uh when I'm going with him and working on his stuff. So it's been uh it's been a lot of fun. I'm hoping uh we can move him up next year, maybe the end of this year. Uh Corey's got a you know, a real big liking for Jake and uh he's done a ton for us. So uh he's got a new uh street stock around and uh we're kinda hoping to get Jake into that testing over at Barney and just uh get his feet wet in that before we do a super stock deal or something like that. So yeah, it's been uh been really good our super stock program when we did it earlier uh just was kind of <laughs> just at the wrong time we didn't have space for it we got a limited laid a dirt car a junior laid a pro laid all sitting in the shop over there there's just a two-bay shop so stuff gets put in trailers and just not enough room for everything yeah you're gonna have to do what uh trevor siebert does out there your your brother as well they stack them they stack them in the in the <laughs> shop you see this shop and you think how did they fit 24 cars in there? Well, they do it, and they do it with uh, little elevators and stuff. Pretty cool. Well, we got a hoist in our shop, and Jake's car's under the Prolate, and the Limited's <laughs> on the other side, and the dirt car gets pushed in and out and sits outside a lot and tarped up. So uh, anyone's looking for a dirt car, we got one of them for sale too. So <laughs> it's just we got lots of stuff just trying to uh, you know do what we can right now. Jake's uh, needed a bit more learning, I think, in his junior late and just another year uh having confidence and gaining a lot behind the wheel and respect and racing guys side by side. And uh, I think he's come a long way with that. Like last night was just, I, I don't know if he, I hope somebody had a video of it because watching him and Dell go at it side by side for, I don't know, 10, it was half the feature they were doing. It was awesome to watch. So it's just a, uh, just a good time. Yeah. And that, you know what, as a race fan, we all love that. But as a dad, those are nail biting times, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we obviously always want to win and that's what we're going for. And I think a lot of them, but with Jake, it's just go have fun and he takes it so serious. It's mm -hmm. up to him to want to win. So my wife gets a little more nervous, I think with him than she ever did with me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been, uh, it's been amazing. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it and just watching all the junior late guys go, uh, and girls, it's, uh, something I've tried to help out with and push and, and, uh, they're our next generation of drivers. So, be cool to get them on a g-force program or something live i mean there are uh they're the next ones coming so somebody needs to look at them get a field together and get them on g-force and let the audiences see them and maybe one of these kids end up it doesn't matter if it's jake or cole or dell or any of these kids that are out there running if they can pick up a major sponsor and help them carry them up through like trayton or you know, uh, some of these other kids, it'd be uh, pretty cool to watch. And I think they just need to be showcased to uh, let that happen. I 100% agree with you, Ricky. Uh, amazing. Uh, we'll get to a racetrack and catch a junior late model race. You can do it at the beach or full throttle motor speedway, uh, sunset speedway. Trust me, have a look at those schedules and pick a night and go out there and watch these kids. They're amazing. Rick, I want to talk to you about your 31, your pro late model. Uh, how are things going? You're a proven winner in the APC series. Uh, you've been off to a little bit of a rough start. Yeah, we had uh, Sunset. We just 
had a lot of issues with the car there. Uh, McCall's narrowed it up. It had to be narrowed up for the new rule package. And I just think maybe some stuff was rushed and on their end, our end, I, I work away from home. So I'm only home Friday afternoon and going to the racetrack Saturday. So it's not a lot of time to work on stuff. So I'm kind of putting my trust in other people to, you know, we pay a lot of money to have these things set up. So it's, uh, I'm not going to say anything bad. It's just a lot of stuff was missed and, uh, we've had to try and catch up with it. And um, the amount of money people are spending to go APC racing right now, as soon as we were kind of out of the points at Peterborough, we had a sway bar issue. Uh, it was hitting the tire rod, trying to lift the tire off the ground. And yeah. I, I, it just went really bad. So um, I just feel once we're out of the points in that APC thing and you can't win the championship, there honestly isn't a whole lot of point in going when you're spending three to $5,000 a race to go. I might as well go support my short tracks and home tracks and go to Peterborough a few times. We went to Flamborough and had fun down there and Caselli treated us like gold. JP treats us like gold. Uh, Toddish always wants us around and, and Sandra and we have a good time over there. I just, I, I really like the, the, the tour. It's a, it's a good thing for some, but when you get to a point where you're, don't have a chance at the championship you got to look at things a little differently and where you're going to spend your money and we either go race apc for another two years and we're done spent everybody's money or we go run these short tracks and have a good time and go run these money races and and put everything we have into them and i think that's probably just a better route for us right now once we were out of the points that's all well, I heard Little Bird told me that uh, there's potential, Rick uh, Spencer Walt, that we could see that 31 car roll in the gate at Riverside International Speedway for Canada's ultimate short track race. That baby pays $20,000 to win, and it pays real good throughout the course of the field. Does that little birdie tell me the right thing? Uh, we'll be with you in just a minute there. you got to flick out for a second, uh, uh, Billy. you got to jump out and dial back in here uh, in a bit because I'm with us, Rick Spencer-Walt. Could you do that? Nope. I think you did. I see you again. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, so uh, was that bird telling me the right thing? Are you going to be at the IWK or is that the plan? Yeah, that's the right now. That's the plan. Uh, things are going really good. I have uh, two or three sponsors that have stepped up to buy some tires for us and help us out. We're not looking for a million dollars to to go down there. We're just looking for some tire help, some fuel help. It's eighteen hour drive away. Uh, Dwayne Baker got on me a bit wanting to go down once he knew we were kind of done with the APC tour for the year. Uh, he said, "You might as well come with us and go down to the IWK." And uh, Junior Hanley's been doing a lot of work on our car and trying to point us in the right direction um we tested at sunset there on friday and the mm -hmm. car was unreal so um we just been we're trying to put something together for sure and hopefully we can get a few more sponsors on board uh and, and if anybody wants their name on the car uh we're, we're fully open to rewrapping this thing and uh uh craig at image wraps will get us something put together really nice and uh add your names to the car and if we can pick a couple more up, we're, we're well on our way here. It's looking pretty good. We got a, a couple weeks left. Uh, we're going to run the Hanley Classic at uh, sunset for sure. And then it's a turn and burn and head out there. We'll probably leave the Tuesday or the Wednesday to head out. But uh, I just, I've never left Ontario to do any racing. We talked to uh, Corey from Two Speed there. He wanted us to think about running the tour this year or running five, six, seven races down South. And we decided to run closer to home with the family and stuff like that. So now um, 
Nova Scotia is looking like it could be a family trip and uh, and have a lot of fun. Corey's off that weekend, Scotty and them guys over there. So we have quite the crew. Junior Hanley's going. We're trying to get BMAC to go with us <laughs> and do some shock stuff. So uh, I think it could be probably the coolest trip we ever do. Um, a lot of people have family down there. That's Junior's home, and he's got a lot of fans back there. So it would be uh, – yeah. Pretty awesome if we can get a little bit more help and and get out there and uh, and show them what us guys from Ontario have. Hey, be prepared to have your mind totally blown. You will have the time of your life out there. It is uh, it's indescribable, really, Rick. You gotta witness it and be part of it. Would even be cooler. Uh, you, my friend, are gonna fit like a glove out there. How would someone? uh sponsor you how how would they get a hold of you how do, would they put a deal together because it would be a one-off and i might add to anybody that's potentially thinking of this not only is it covered live on race time radio we're gonna have the friday night the full iwk with the lead up and the whole shot on race time radio but tim's corner tv will also have coverage of it all live so uh, there's gonna be a lot of eyeballs on this our hits for the IWK 250, we've been doing it 12 years. Our hits exceed uh, well into the million mark for that race. Just so you know and so a potential sponsor would know, uh, you're going to get really, really good coverage. But how would they get a hold of you, Rick? Yeah, through uh, I have a post out on Facebook right now. It's being shared around quite a bit. Uh, I think there's a lot of people want us to go too. It's uh, something cool, somebody to cheer on. And, and of course, the coverage is unbelievable for it. Um, you can message me through my Facebook, Instagram. Uh, my uh, cell phone number's on the Facebook. So if you look me up on Facebook, you can find the, the cell phone number. I won't throw it out on here. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what you're going to end up with. But, <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, just get a hold of us. Uh, we're open to anything. I'm not, like I said, we're not looking for no million dollars. If you got a $500 budget, we'll make it work. We'll put a small sticker on there, and uh, that helps us with fuel getting out there. Like you said, when you ask people for sponsorship nowadays, it kind of scares them off. They don't know what you're looking for. Uh, I mean, a set of tires is just shy of $1,500 now, and barrels of, little barrels of fuel are about 120 bucks a piece, so something simple like that somebody wants to buy a few barrels of fuel a couple barrels of fuel something like that tires uh and fuel cards something like that whatever uh whatever they want to do we'll get uh craig to make us up some stickers there and we'll add you to the car yeah uh, unreal and good value i might add uh ricky you're gonna do it right i know you will not only that you will be competitive in that race you're gonna go up against the best uh definitely on canada's east coast and further, uh, there's a lot of participation. Uh, all the major manufacturers, chassis-wise, are represented at the IWK 250. If not just represented, they're there. Uh, the manufacturers seen lots of times where Johnny and Butch Van Doren are there, and uh, seen lots of times where Gary Crooks is there from Port City, and uh, uh, the list is long, uh, and it's going to be kind of cool to have Junior right there this year as well. Uh, and if you can get Brian McDonald to hop in that jet, uh, th- that'll be cool as well. Uh, I, I just, I'm excited for the opportunity to get you out there, uh, and I know the fans will be uh, genuinely appreciative of guys like you and Dwayne Baker making the trip out uh, and taking in Canada's ultimate short track race. And, you mark my words, Ricky. I guarantee by the end of that weekend, you'll say, yep, that this is Canada's ultimate short track race, uh, I believe. And uh, it, it's going to be kind of cool. Uh, really look forward to it. Uh, I, it's going to be cool. Yeah, I I, uh, I can't wait. I'm I'm just 
praying and hoping we can put everything together here to do it. I, whether whether we take that car or not, that's the that's obviously the goal and the plan. Uh, and if we can't get everything together, I'm I'm going. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll be jumping in with Baker and uh, and spot informer doing something down there. I just uh, I want to be a part of it big races uh we always tried to support jucasa and any of the big shows that have been around for years and years uh probably since you know i can't forget eldon wallace he's he's been the man helping me for uh 10 years now and uh without him we wouldn't have been able to do half of what we've done in racing so having him behind me is huge and and for us to go down there and do this uh just one more check in the box we've won pretty much everything there is we proved ourselves on the tour we can run up front we can win and uh, i think it's time maybe to start touring around a little further and just uh see what we can do yeah it's not going to be bad to rub elbows with uh guys like carson hosevar as well somebody that's red hot in nascar gonna be in that field too uh when you blend all this together look out it's gonna be amazing rick uh great catching up with you tonight really appreciate it i know we'll be watching on facebook to get the uh go ahead on the thing and uh really look forward to it bud yeah thanks so much for having us on i appreciate you letting us uh hog the show for some sponsorship (laughs) here so hopefully something comes out and uh, enjoy your show and uh thanks uh for having us on like always you want to believe it that's rick spencer walt watch for him he drives to the number 31 could be heading to the IWK 250. You want a good ride? You want to be part of a race team with a chance to win the IWK? Rick Walt would be a really, really good choice uh, to jump behind. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Billy Schwarzenberg, driver the number 86 for Spira Fire Protection, goes to Victory Lane at Flamborough Speedway last night. He's going to join us all live right here on Race Time Radio. So don't go anywhere. We will be back. Hey, race fans, it's the 82 Fortino's Dodge, Dave Conley from Ottawa, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Check us out at a local school, go to fuelforkids.ca. From coast to coast, coast, you're listening to Canada Canada Talks. The greatest drivers and cars in the world return to Canada's legendary road course from July 7th to 9th. The Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park features the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship with a new for 2023 GTP class featuring Le Mans prototypes as well as exotics and sports cars for their only stop in Canada. Don't miss the Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park July 7th to 9th and the return of world-class racing, camping, and family fun. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. The Riverside 250 started back in 1977 at Riverside International Speedway. The 250 has continued for all but a couple of years since. In 2007, the 250 was titled the IWK 250 and has been Canada's crown jewel event to win every year. The tradition continues this July 15th weekend. With the IWK 250 tailgate party on Thursday night, then Friday night. 
It's the Auto World Sportsman Series, Henry's Auto Pro 100. And then on Saturday, it's the IWK 250 featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour and teams from across Canada and the U.S. For tickets and camping info, get to riversidespeedway.ca and join us live at Canada's ultimate short track race, the IWK 250 presented by Steve Lewis. Hey everyone, this is World Series Champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Did you know you can get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just Just a tap tap away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. Sirius XM 167. Now, here's Joe. And 
Welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. Really do appreciate it all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. And, of course, welcome to all of you tuned in on Rev TV throughout the course of the week, uh, oh, right across the country. Let's get back to the Zoom line, shall we? And we'll welcome in. How about a feature winner from just last night at Flamborough Speedway? He drives the number 86 for Spira Fire Protection and more. His name is Billy Schwarzenberg. What's going on tonight there, Billy? How are you? Hey, Joe. I'm doing good. Uh, just hanging out tonight. Uh, finally got a feature win. Pretty happy about that. But, uh, yeah, a long day trying to avoid the rain and <laughs> wait it out. But we got the night in. Yeah, well, welcome back to Victory Lane. That's got to feel good, right, bud? Yeah, it always feels good when you can grab a feature win. Uh, wasn't... The easiest win, but we got her done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen seen part of it actually on Pedal Power. Uh, Ingrid does a great job, and it's all up. Uh, we, we're, I imagine, we're seeing some of the video as we speak. But uh, it sounds like it was a real good battle last night. But the '86 car came out on top. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, we started out the front there and uh, had a good run going. Of course, the caution had to come out with two to go. Uh, we lined up beside our team car there, the 18 of Cole Quinton, and uh, had a bit of a battle there at the end. Uh, we've been having kind of small issues with the car all year and just locked up the brakes a little bit going to the last corner and got into his door. Uh, he wasn't overly happy with me, but uh, yeah, 86 came out in front. So, I mean, we got ourselves a trophy. Yeah, and you earned it, right? And Cole's been doing a great job, too. we got to give him some props. He's doing a good job behind the wheel. Uh, you got to know that the uh, gold rush is coming up at Flamborough Speedway. It's tough enough to win on a Saturday night, but, man, that gold rush is going to be off the charts this year, July 29th. Yeah, absolutely. We're definitely looking forward to that. Um been a while since I've run a 100-lap race, so that should be good. It's... uh it's a lot different than the regular 30 lappers we've been running. Um, a lot of car conservation and keeping your tires under you. And uh, it's tough to make it to the end. Yeah, it is. Uh, but you, Billy, have come such a long, long way. Uh, you were untouchable in a mini stock. Uh, you've been doing really good in a late model. Then COVID came in and really dampened everybody. But, man, you're making a comeback now. Uh, what's it like working with Kenny and all the guys? Uh, you got the same cast of characters on the crew that you used to have? Yeah, I mean, we got a small crew. Everyone's uh, getting a little bit older. And, I mean, I'm starting a family of my own now. I'm married and got a kid on the way. So uh, we're... We're slowing down the racing department a little bit. It's nice to get back to Flamborough for just regular night stuff. And uh, the team's great. Um, you know, Ken Carroll, uh, Dave Mass, David Spiro, my spotter, uh, Wayne Nero. All the guys put in 100% effort, but we're, we're a pretty casual team when it comes down to it. So that, what's the future looking like? What do you got for races that are coming up on your schedule? You stick into the Saturday night stuff and the specials at Flamborough. Of course, the Grisdale Triple Crown will be happening at that speedway, I would imagine. And a lot of good races right at home. Will you venture out, though, the APC Series, heading to a track you love going to, Delaware Speedway, nice and quick. 
Are you going to move around a bit? Are you going to, uh, or just stay close to home? What are you thinking, pops? Yeah, we're uh, we're planning on just running Flamborough this year, so we're going to stick to the regular Saturday night deal, uh, as well as the Gold Rush and the Triple Crown. Hopefully, score some big wins there. But yeah, we've decided just to take a little bit of a step back from the APC stuff and just focus on our Flamborough program. Our crew is small, and like I said, everyone's getting a little bit older, so it's easier for us just to stick to one track. Once you start bouncing around it, uh, it becomes a lot trying to get your setup right at uh, every other track and get back to what you had, and it's easy to get mixed up in that deal. Hey, Billy, there's nothing wrong with sticking around. Uh, you put your eggs in one basket. You're going to be competitive when you get behind the wheel. And I know that's what Kenny and the whole crew will want to do. There's no sense in going out and saying, well, you know, maybe we can come away with the top five finish at this track or that track. I think uh, knowing you guys, you like the idea of we're going to win this one. We're coming back with the flag or here's the steering wheel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's been a been a slow start for us at Flamborough but it's really nice to be able to just keep going back to the same track and building on what we have and uh like I said once you start bouncing around it it's easy to get mixed up on which setups which and what spring goes where and all that kind of stuff with Billy Schwarzenberg driver the number 86 he won at Flamborough Speedway just last night in his pro late model That's saying a lot because J.R. Fitzpatrick has been lighting it up at Flamborough, as he has in the APC series. Uh, J.R. did win one last night, but Billy took the first one. There's two features every Saturday night for the pro late models at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, Bill, what the notes that you would have accumulated this year so far, do they look the same as what the 86 used to run by? Or as you know, as things changed enough where, yeah, you got to write a new notebook every year. Absolutely. A new notebook every year. Uh, things are changing every week. You might, you might nail the setup one night and go back next week and it's a totally different deal. So it's always blown my mind, you know, coming from the mini stocks, we never really change much, you know, just get out there and go. But, in the lay model, you're constantly chasing something, whether it's a, a problem or just slightly off on the handling. It just it seems like you can never get it right, but we're we're always learning. You know, we've been doing the lay model deal for a long time now, I think since 2015, and we still learn something new every time out. So it's uh it's a tough deal. Uh, the tire thing at Flambro Speedway makes it tricky. You know, you get one tire a week. And whether you decide to save your tires for a few weeks and throw on four or you want to throw on two or just one, it's uh, it really changes up the field. Uh, last night we were lucky enough to throw on two tires, and that helped us out a lot, especially for the first feature starting out front. Unfortunately, the, the contact there in the first feature on the last lap damaged the steering rack. Um, after about 15 laps in the second feature, we had to pull it off, but... That's uh, that's late model racing for you. Yeah, it sure is. And you're always learning. Uh, the day you stop learning, I guess, is the day you hang up the helmet and say, okay, that's it for us. But, uh, Billy, you do a great job behind the wheel. Sponsorship on the 86. I know Kenny's with you. Who else you got on there? Yeah, I got a long list here for you, Joe. Uh, Aberfoyle Power Sports, All Team Sports, Arctic Glacier, uh, Blue Triton Canada, Brokerlink Insurance, Dominion Sure Seal. 
Fleet Image Incorporated, Alma Steel, High Grade Steel Roofing Systems, Monarch Graphics and Design Center, National Fire Equipment, Nuco Inc., uh, Spira Fire Protection, Victola Company of Canada, Benny's Mr. Fix It, Wix Filters, and Wolseley Canada. Well, look at you go. You were busy in the off-season getting all that support, but uh, for good reason, too. I can imagine a lot of them are repeat. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of these guys have been with us for a long time. Um, We couldn't do without them, so we're thankful, of course. Are you back at it next Saturday night? Uh, When's your next race? I believe we're off next weekend. I don't think the Flamborough schedule overlaps the APC, so obviously it's Canada Day next weekend. APC has a big weekend coming up, and uh, we're going to take the weekend off. We got quite a few repairs to do. We got some brake work and steering rack to repair. Um, but I think we're back at it the following weekend at Flamborough Speedway. Well, you got to have something for Kenny to do. You know, like he just, he wouldn't know what to do if you brought it back without a mark and you said, well, Ken, we don't need nothing this week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sitting there at the rain delay at Flamborough for a couple hours, he was driving me absolutely crazy. He, uh, he couldn't sit down and relax. He wanted to put the tent up, take the tent down, put the car cover on, take it off. Let's load the car. Let's unload the car. He was all over the map, so I finally had to leave him alone and uh, go sit in the truck for a bit. Well, you did the right thing, though. You went and you won him a race, and that's exactly what I know everyone wants to do. Billy Schwarzenberg, congratulations on the win, and I uh, can't thank you enough for the time tonight on Race Time. We've got to get you back. Just keep winning, and we'll get you back. That sounds good, Joe. Thanks for having me on uh Definitely a great experience, and next time I'll know what I'm doing. (laughs) You did a fantastic job, buddy. Thanks so much. You have a good one. Thanks a lot, Joe. You too. You bet. That's Billy Schwarzenberg, driver of the 86, beautiful green machine, Uh, does an amazing job. I've watched him since he started out in a mini stock. Uh, Ken Spira, not enough said about that man in the sport. Uh, He has supported... Uh, mini stocks, uh, the Shaw family, Schwarzenberg, he brought Billy up. Uh, Billy wasn't even involved in racing when he first started out, got him into a car, and uh, Bill latched right on. And he has done an amazing job over the course of time. And, uh, you know, guys like Kenny Spira, that's what this sport is based on and built on. Uh, and good talent. Man, would you put the two together? It's magic, and it works, and they've been doing it for a lot of years. It's going to be kind of cool. You don't want to miss one of those feature events at Flamborough Speedway and a night of action out there. Uh, Truly get your money's worth each and every time. Uh, We are going to step out. We've got to throw it back to Toronto, get you up to date on some news and highlights that you may have missed over the last uh, one hour, and then we're coming back for hour number two. In our number two, Tom Gibbons. Port Elgin's going to join us. He won at the beach last night. We got Carson Hosevar. We're going to uh, spend some time with Carson and Alex Labbe, fresh off a second place finish at uh, The Rock just uh, yesterday. So we got all that to come in our number two, all uh, live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167. But I got to throw it back to Scotty in Toronto. Get us up to date, Scotty, and then we'll be back for hour two. Stay right there. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence. 
at LeafRacewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio, Channel 9. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. We're Canada Talks. And just like that, we are back with you all live tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. And hello to absolutely everyone tuned in on Rev TV Canada. Uh, surely glad that uh, you popped by to see us. Don't forget to tell your friends. Uh, let them know. Uh, you, you can catch Race Time Radio, and uh, you'll hear from lots of winners from across the country. We still have more to come here tonight. Uh, and uh, it's just uh, a good time each and every Sunday on Sirius XM from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. And then, of course, on Rev TV Canada, uh, Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. And you may be tuned in on the Performance Motorsport Network.com throughout the course of the week, uh, stealing the guys down in the U.S., distributing race time radio as they have for, I don't know, 14, 15 years, those guys. Uh, we genuinely appreciate all of our U.S. listeners that crank us on each and every week over on the Performance Motorsport Network.com. Now, you'll be noticing that Junior is not with me here today. Uh, he's not in the uh, studio again. Of course, he spots for the number 27 of Andrew Ranger in the NASCAR Pindy Series. And Junior is still out at, at the Rock, out in St. John's, Newfoundland. Uh, they went out there on, uh, I think his flight left early on Friday morning. And he doesn't fly back in until tomorrow uh, they didn't have a very good weekend with the 27 car. Uh, at, I believe they were quick in practice or one of the practice sessions. The 27 car was right at the top of the board. Uh, they were excited and then qualifying came up. Uh, I want to say that Andrew either qualified third or fourth. Uh, so not a bad qualifying effort. They have had a disastrous season. Uh, normally, uh, you know, those parts don't break. Uh, things stay together and it, it can happen in a race car. Well, with Andrew Ranger this year, if it can happen, it has happened. Uh, and he has just not had good results. Uh, in the race yesterday at the Rock, uh, they broke a uh, an upper link or something like that, I believe, in the rear end, which caused a drive shaft problem, an alignment issue, and uh, consequently took him out of the race. Uh, they salvaged what they could for points. But I know when I was speaking with Joe Jr. Uh, just last night, uh, talking about the race, they were a pretty dejected bunch. Uh, but, you know, uh, the, the Toronto Indy is coming. And, of course, the NASCAR Pinty Series, that's going to be their next race on the streets of Toronto. 
you got to know that Andrew Ranger has won that multiple times. Uh, Andrew always loves buzzing around Toronto without getting a speeding ticket on the streets. Uh, but you got to know that guys like Alex Tagliani, another one that is right up there, LP Dumoulin. Uh, uh, there's so many really good competitive teams in the NASCAR Pinty Series. But when it comes time for the Toronto part of it, uh, Andrew Ranger is uh, definitely going to play a factor as long as nothing busts on him again. Uh, it's going to be a, a real exciting one. Now, yesterday's race was won by Trayton Lapsovich, driver of the 20 car. Man, Trayton's had a year. So far, uh, three wins. Uh, and I believe the one that he didn't win, he was still in the top five. Uh, point leader currently. Uh, doing an outstanding job in that number 20 car uh, when things are going right and, you know, everything connects. That's what you want, and that's what's happening with that 20 car. He wasn't uh, a winning car at the halfway point. Uh, I believe Todd Lewis caught up with uh, his dad, Jeff, uh, did an interview through one of the delays, and uh, it, it, they were talking about it, and uh, Jeff said, we made some changes to that machine, and hopefully they're going to work, and uh, sure enough, uh, the 20 car, uh, he set sail with about, I'm going to say, 30, 40 to go and uh, did an outstanding job. Trayton Lapsovich, the winner, the second-place driver was uh, Alex Labe. We see him in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Of course, he's past champion in the NASCAR Penny Series. Well, Alex made the trip, and he drove the number 24 for Dave Jacobs, and he ended up finishing the race second. Uh, we're going to hear from Alex tonight. As long as his flight landed on time and uh, everything works out, he is coming up here in hour number two. Uh, I got lots to tell you, but we'll get to more of it in just a bit. Uh, we got our next guest all lined up and ready to go on the Zoom line. He comes to us all the way from Port Elgin, Ontario. He does a lot of cons uh, construction through the week. He's a great race car driver on the weekends. He drives the number 10 for Gibbons Contracting, it is Tom Gibbons, the owner, promoter, and the driver. He won last night at the beach in his pro late model. He joins us now. What's going on there, Thomas? How are you doing? Well, not too bad in yourself, Joe. Good, 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 good. So things went quite well for you last night at the beach, did they? Yes, it was a very nice night out there. We went out for some fun with the sun and thought we'd take the late model up and worked out well for us yeah you're another one of those dads we just had rick spencer walt on in hour number one of course his son also junior late model driver and uh he was at the beach last night i forgot your son as well a junior late model guy how, how are things going between uh dad the crew chief and uh the son the driver it, it's going well it's a learning curve for him he's having fun he had a rough year last year he rolled it over a few times so this year it's just Get some confidence and hit your marks. Yeah, well, he's got a good teacher in you, Tom. You you know your way around all these race tracks. Uh, uh, yeah, of course, in the APC series, a beautiful looking race car. Is that a new car this year, or is that the same car you had last year updated? That was a new car last year. I'd purchased from a call racing, so we just uh, didn't really do a lot, just maintenance and a uh, few things over the winter. But it's uh, been working well this year. Well, yeah, I look back at, uh, I want to say, was it Sunset or Peterborough race? Uh, you were really coming in that show. I can't remember which one it was, but the 10 car was doing a real good job. Yeah, that was Sunset, the first race of the year, the, the 150. We did quite well there, I think, finished fifth. And then uh, Flamborough, we had a, a pretty strong showing, too. 
But uh, we didn't make the trek to Peterborough. We had Ryan Kimball run for us there to keep our attendance up. Right, right, right. That, and that's important, too, right? Have you, are the rest of the races on your uh, schedule, Tom? Are you going to run the rest of the APC shows? Yeah, we're going to run the rest of the series. Uh, we took uh, the Peterborough race off so my son could uh, hit his first night at Sauble Junior. Ah, yeah. So, yeah, hey, look at you giving up a little bit of time to make sure your son has it, too. And that's that's cool. That's, uh, well, the future of the sport, right, is in those uh, in, in those young hands, so to speak. That's right. It's got to start somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Let's talk about the win last night at the beach. Um, it, it, not a lot of cars in this race, Tom, but you got to know that it takes uh, it only takes two cars to have a good race. And by God, you guys had a good race last night. You and the 17 car of Josh Stoddy, two of the well, two of the strongest that we see in the APC series. The two of you guys on one racetrack. I think everybody be focused in on those two. Yeah, it was a good race with Josh. Uh, it would be nice to get a few more cars out to the beach, but uh, Josh and I think we put a good show on for 25 laps at the beach there. Um, good hard racing, and it come down to three 100s at the end, so wow. it was fun. Yeah, side-by-side, side, a little bit of side-by-side side action, or where were you? Top, bottom, where were you? Uh, I'd passed Josh on the bottom probably halfway through, and he got back to me there with about four or five to go and uh he ended up getting underneath me so we we ran the outside he ran the bottom but it, it was close it was good yeah good tight racing that's what you want qualifying did you guys do time trials did you do heats how did you get your starting spot uh Sobble, they had us do two eight lap heats uh this weekend i'm not sure if that's the format we're going forward with there or not but uh yeah, it was a heat race. I haven't ran heats in a few years. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, right? You started your career, I want to say, at Sobble Speedway. Back then, I owned the Speedway, and I can remember that uh, blue and white number 10 car. Uh, you guys always did a phenomenal job. You and your dad, Frank, have been a staple in this sport for a lot of years. Uh, take us back to those starting days. What was it like starting out, and did you ever think you would be uh, where you are today back then? No, I didn't. It was back in, I think, uh, 96 or 97. We started back in street stock. And then that's when the pro stocks evolved at uh, Sauble just before. I think the track got repaved in 98. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we never never dreamt we'd be in pro late model racing. We used to watch uh, like Glenn Schnurr, Tommy Walters, all those guys in the All-Star Series back in the day and just dreamt of being able to drive cars like that. And uh, somehow we've been able to. Yeah, and you do a really good job. And it's, you know, you got to know that you are uh, a byproduct of your roots, so to speak. Uh, you guys were very serious back then. Uh, you, you ran hard. Uh, you, you had lots of opportunity to get put down and say, you know, this is it. We're not going to do this anymore. But now you and Frank, you guys always, yeah, you may have had, had a couple of heated nights, but uh, the next day, it was pull that race car route. I can still hear your dad. Pull that race car route, Thomas, for fixing it. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a struggle sometimes, but uh, we, we've always managed to get a car to the racetrack. Yeah, you have. Uh, and now running in uh, Ontario's APC Series, the toughest deal you're going to find in this country is in that APC Series. What's it like competing in that level? It's amazing. It's a good group of guys we're racing with, and... Luke and Daryl and everybody in the series, they're just, it's, it's a fun weekend. It's competitive. Um, it's this year has been a lot more fun for us because we've been more competitive than we have in the past. 
which makes it more exciting to get to the racetrack. So uh, what do you attribute that uh, pickup in success? Like the speed, the everything? Uh, Because there's a noticeable difference, Tom Gibbons. When I watch that 10 car now versus a couple of years ago, you were always putting forth the effort. But it just seemed like either, you know, the setup would go off on you or something would happen and you weren't getting the results. What's the difference today versus then? Better equipment is a big thing. And then working on myself, too, just learning how to drive these cars more momentum than get up on the wheel and drive it like we do at Sauble all the time. So it's uh, trying to teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> and it works, right? Uh, it, do you use any simulator? Do you do any kind of, uh, you know, simulation to uh, throughout the course of the week or maybe in the off season to sort of keep that uh, rust knocked off? In the wintertime, I try to get on iRacing. I'm not very very good on iRacing, I'm not going to lie. I'm more of a want to feel by the seat of your pants and feel it in your hands. So, But we, we try our best on that, but uh, there's nothing like getting in the car. Well, yeah, there's no reset button in the car, right? <laughs> when you're iRacing, it's kind of cool that you can hit the reset button, and uh, th- th- that's the part that you know most guys don't really get uh, when you're iRacing. There is no reset button inside that race car. If it happens, it happens big. Yeah, that's the thing. In the car, you, you, you double think that chance you're going to take. Uh, on iRacing, you just send it. In, in real life, you, you might think a little bit more. <laughs> exactly. Coming off the win, Tom Gibbons, Port Elgin, Ontario is where he calls home. And uh, coming off the win last night at the beach, uh, this weekend coming up, APC's back on the track. They're at the half mile, Canada's fastest half mile track, uh, Delaware Speedway. Uh, you got to be coming off the chip. I know how much you like the speed. Do you like Delaware? Delaware's a fun track. I just need laps there. We we seem to struggle. Um, so we're. I wish we could make it down for practice tomorrow. I don't know if that'll happen or not. But uh, I, I, I don't know. We're we're going to do some work to the car and see if we can't make it better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can know uh, you will never give up on trying to make that machine go even uh, do things that it probably shouldn't do, Tom. Uh, I've watched you turn uh, a a car that can't place in the top five, and I've seen you take it into victory lane. But uh, uh, it's going to be an exciting weekend. It always is at Delaware. And when you take a look at the program, I'll tell you exactly what all is coming up at Delaware a little bit later in the show. But uh it's going to be an exciting one. Will you put a lot of emphasis on qualifying? Will that help the effort? Qualifying's not one of my strong suits, so we have to work at that. I just would like to be solidly in the field and see if we can just save some equipment. Well, uh, it, so now, uh, plan-wise, you got the APC series. Are you looking at Flamborough Speedway for the gold rush? Are you looking at the Triple Crown? Are you doing anything else other than APC? What's your plans? We're gonna we're gonna run the five races the beach are putting on. Should support the guys up there. They and then we've thought about the gold rush. It's all gonna be where we are with our our program when that time rolls around. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But uh, is it safe to say you're gonna make all the APC shows from here to the end? Yes, we'll we'll be at all the, the APC races. Uh, that's cool. Uh, that's and that's good news. Uh, it, it's uh, it, it's a dynamite series. Even better when we got more cars, the better it is. Sponsorship on that number ten. I know you're kind of self-sponsored that way, but you do have companies that do help you out. Who are they? 
Yeah, we have uh, Grand Family Auto Car Question, Port Elgin. We have Sogging Shores Transmission, Gingrich Service Center, Port Elgin, Foss Construction at Port Elgin, Imbadraps.ca, uh, Graham Family Driving, Tom Gibbons Concrete Finishing, The Lighthouse Restaurant, and uh, we have uh, Graber Sod came on board this year to help us out a bit. Oh, cool. Sean and those guys. They're a good bunch. Yeah. yeah, they used to be my neighbor back when I had the Speedway. Yeah. Graber Sod, uh, you can't beat them guys either. They're a lot of fun. They are. And we have K&K Lawn Care as well on the car this year. Ah, so you don't have to cut your grass. Well, we got to cut it. They just may come and fertilize it and do some pest control for us. Ah, there you go. Well, it all works out in the end. Uh, support is definitely uh, needed on these race cars, and it sounds like you're well-supported, well-funded. And uh, crew-wise, you got Frank with you, your dad. Who else you got on the team? So we got uh, Donnie Brown, a uh, buddy of mine for a long time. He helps us out. Uh, Donald Lund's been spotting for us for years. Uh, Tony Cavlin, he makes it to whatever races he can and helps us out, which is a great help. Um, and then, of, my, of course, my dad, my wife, my kids, Thomas and Ella. And then uh, I got to thank the guys at McCall's, like Polly and Joe and Mike. They, they help us out as much as they can, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it does, It never happens by yourself. It's all about the network of people you put together. I uh, just spoke with Tony Cavlin today. He stopped by, and I was uh, chatting with him. Uh, sounds like Ty did a pretty good job at Flamborough Speedway last night. Came away with a seventh and a second, but uh, some yeah. pretty good action down there, too. I know you'd fit that series. Yeah, we got, actually, if we have a night off, we go down and we'll help Tony and Ty out. Ty's uh, such a great guy. Tony's great guy too and uh, ty's come a long ways in the last couple of years um he's doing well oh mr consistency i call him i've been watching him since he started and man if you put that kid on one track and you say okay stay in that line do that one right there bam well just lap after lap he knows how to get her done just like last year he was running the united eight at sauble and he did well with that with a pro late model he was consistent enough to to keep his lap times and not break out yeah, pretty wild, pretty wild. Well, congratulations on the win at the beach. That's a nice W to have in the column, and uh, much continued success. I know you're going to be back on here. I got a sneaky suspicion uh, you, that that first win only equates to more. Just like cautions breed cautions, wins breed wins. And Tom Gibbons, uh, it'd be great to get you back on here. You need an APC win. That's what I think you need. I would love to get one of those. I'll, I'll take the consistent finishes right now, and we'll work on the win. Well, that's the way you win. Tommy, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. We genuinely appreciate it. And say hi to everybody, and we'll, we'll get your son on here one of these nights. Stocking Junior Late Models. I'm going to have to do a special on those guys. For sure. You betcha. Tom, thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Joe. You betcha. Tom Gibbons out in Port Elgin, driver of the number 10, beautiful-looking race car. Uh, not only good-looking, but it goes, and that's what you want. Watch for him at Delaware Speedway. Going to work on that qualifying effort. If he can move up in the field, I'll tell you what, Tom Gibbons has the potential to go and win these races no matter what track he's on. He's got lots of experience at each one. First to admit, though, I need more laps there, uh, and uh, that's what he's going to do. Watch for him, uh, guaranteed, uh, to make you small. And when you do that pool, might be a good pick. Pick that number 10 car. You never know. Uh, he could be the next one rolling into victory lane. Come Saturday night, under the lights at Delaware Speedway, it's the APC Series uh, Spectre 100. That's uh, going to be a big one. I'll tell you more about that when we come back. 
on the other side of the break, we're going to hear from Carson Hosevar. Coming off a huge, huge weekend, he's heading for this year's IWK 250 weekend, July the 15th, uh, that whole weekend. You want to join us, and uh, Carson will on the other side of the break. Stay with us, everybody. fans, Donald Chisholm from Riverside Speedway in Nova Scotia, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening to Canada, to Canada Talks. The greatest drivers and cars in the world return to Canada's legendary road course from July 7th to 9th. The Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park features the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship with a new for 2023 GTP class featuring Le Mans prototypes as well as exotics and sports cars for their only stop in Canada. Don't miss the Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park July 7th to 9th and the return of world-class racing, camping, and family fun. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. Did you know you can get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just to tap away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. The Riverside 250 started back in 1977 at Riverside International Speedway. The 250 has continued for all but a couple of years since. In 2007, the 250 was titled the IWK 250 and has been Canada's crown jewel event to win every year. The tradition continues this July 15th weekend. With the IWK 250 tailgate party on Thursday night, then Friday night, it's the Auto World Sportsman Series, Henry's Auto Pro 100. And then on Saturday, it's the IWK 250 featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour and teams from across Canada and the U.S. For tickets and camping info, get to riversidespeedway.ca and join us live. At Canada's ultimate short track race, the IWK 250, presented by Steve Lewis. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joey Logano will set his sights on a championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shoved him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. (laughs) NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here there and everywhere doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward you stop by a napa auto parts store you can count on napa know-how tonight's race time radio is brought to you by napa auto parts stores new glasgow andy ganesh and port hawksbury nova scotia you can count on napa know-how bp race fuels the worldwide leader in race fuel technology From the high banks of Daytona. Cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. 
And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Al. Woo, shake and bake. And here on Race Time Radio. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight, all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks, and, of course, on Rev TV Canada, right across this big, beautiful nation. Late last week, man, did we have some huge news break out, uh, of course, with the IWK 250, Canada's ultimate short track race. We now know the NASCAR star that is going to join us for that race. His name is Carson Hosevar. He joins us right now on the Zoom line. Carson, what's going on? How you doing, bud? I'm good, Joe. How are you? Fantastic, man. Great news. You are going to come to Canada. Well, I should say back to Canada because you did race in Canada back in 2018. The Canadian Short Track Nationals and you come away with a second place finish. That was a good run for you, too. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it's been a while. It's crazy. I think it's been that long. Um, doesn't feel too long ago, but yeah, I'm excited to be able to come back and especially after picking up now a second win in the truck series. I mean, it's been a great month and a half for myself racing wise. And the fact I get to go drive that beautiful race car here shortly, uh, it's uh, pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. The IWK250 doesn't get any bigger than that up here in Canada. And uh, it all comes up on July the 15th. Everyone's going to be packing that Riverside International Speedway in, I can guarantee it. Carson, you join a long list of very, very accomplished NASCAR drivers uh, that have been in the IWK250. Not all of them have struck pay dirt. Uh, Regan Smith did. Kenny Wallace did a couple of years ago. But names like Joey Logano and Brad Keselowski and uh, Marcus Ambrose. And, oh, well, let's throw Rudiman in there because he was up as well. And a uh, lot of great names we've seen from the NASCAR ranks. And, Bud, you're going to join them. Only I think you're going to fit like a glove in this IWK250. Short track racing, you absolutely love running a super late model. Yeah, I love it. Uh, you know, it's even better. I get to drive a Van Dorn race car. Uh, that's more at home for me, especially I get to bring a couple of my crew guys up that I race late models with regularly. Uh, and I grew up racing late models for. So, uh, yeah, it's a very unfamiliar territory with very familiar people around me um, that are close. But also, too, I get to just kind of get out of my element, you know, being a new race car um, at a new racetrack for me um you know how those how they have to set them up and the rules package and everything's way different than i've ever ran before so i'm excited for it uh you know the format seems cool just the whole event seems uh like a lot of fun and very different it'll be a good change of pace for me were you familiar at all with the iwk 250 uh coming into this event honestly not uh not really i've seen a little bit you know we've talked about it i think a year or two ago uh, it just didn't work out, but I, I remember I first got heard of it when, uh, Kenny Wallace ran. You know, I, I just happened to notice that I was a Kenny Wallace fan a little bit, and he's always on social media and always, you know, always a talk of some sort. And, uh, I remember him running and go, running an asphalt late mall race. I'm like, man, it's kind of weird for him. And, um, I remember he did really well. Um, you know, just kind of paying attention to that just a little bit. So I, I was aware of it when I was told, oh, yeah, this is the race. Camp. I was like, oh, I've heard of that, you know. So, um, but especially, um, I think they went and tested up there like last year. Um, you know, just being a Van Dorn customer, 
and you know they just talked how beautiful the racetrack is the facility how great the people were um and that i needed to come race it eventually so it just it would seem like the right time to be able to just pull the trigger and get up to canada oh it's gonna be awesome to see you up there of course you're coming in hot as a firecracker in nascar as mentioned your second uh craftsman truck series win uh you just picked it up in nashville uh take us back to friday night you look pretty excited and rightfully so yeah it was a good race for us um any shot, shot you can have a shot to win a race is great. And we've been really close, uh, last few weeks, you know, with four top fives leading into this and, um, just had to get a little bit better on my execution, probably through one or one way, especially Charlotte. So what well, was really hungry for how close we've been and how good we've ran that we need to click what off here shortly. And the fact we could do it, uh, you know, of course in Nashville is always a good, good time. And, uh, yeah, everybody was so stoked and be able to just take the lead with 40 to go and never give it up is, is a race you always want to win. You know, you want to, you want to, you only, you want to win obviously, but if you can kick their teeth in while you're doing it, that's what you exactly want to do. And, um, we're getting closer to that strength and dominance. Well, I'll tell you, Johnny and Butch Van Dorn, uh, have, uh, been very familiar with the Riverside. They've had a lot of success with, you know, drivers like Dylan. Corn and Donald Chisholm, and uh, the list goes on and on. So you're going to have real good intel coming into it. Uh, you're going to be in a great car. I got to tell you, the car that you're going to get in can win. Uh, you as a uh, proven driver, uh, it's going to be a lethal combination for the rest of the field. Uh, it's the parts for trucks, or not parts for trucks anymore. East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, uh, the stars of that series, along with a lot of invited guests will be in that race. Thursday night is going to be the time you get acclimated with that car. Get a little test time in with the other guys that are going to be on the racetrack. Uh, what are you going to concentrate on Thursday night when you get there and uh, finally get seated in that car? Uh, more than anything, just learn the racetrack, learn what everybody else. I'm going to be watching a lot of the other cars. Just is my own. I got to figure out who these guys I'm racing against, really. I got to catch up the speed. You know, when you race everybody week in and week out, you know exactly what their tendencies are, who they are, and who to watch out for, and who you can race hard, and who you probably can't. Um, you know, who's good, who's not. So, uh, yeah, this is all new. I've been running some dirt label deals and, you know, you know, lined up to ne- next to, you know, 11 time champions and Hall of Famers at dirt racing. And I don't know him. So it makes my life a little easier because I, I don't, it, when you line up to Kyle, next to Kyle Bush on a restart and when you're a truck regular, you're like, man, I'm, I'm lined up next to Kyle Bush. But, you know, dirt late ball wise, when you line up next to, you know, Scott Bloomquist and you don't know who he is or how popular he is, it's just another guy, another race car driver. So, um, I think that might play into my hand maybe a little bit, but at the same time, I got to be able to get up to speed and, um, you know, learn their tendencies a little bit and how they race and, um, you know, just how they move around, uh, and, and what everybody else is doing. And, uh, but if we can focus on handling wise, I think we'll be just fine. You know, I've followed you through your career, watching you from a distance, whether it be, uh, you know, down south uh, at, at, at Speed Week, uh, New Smyrna Speedway, and all the different things that I've seen you jump into uh, from a super late model perspective. And uh, I, I can tell you the uh, the different quotes. I've been fortunate enough 
to be able to interview a lot of those NASCAR guys right at the track. Of course, we're going to broadcast the whole race live on Race Time Radio. And uh, I, I think back to some of those uh, interviews, speaking with the NASCAR guys and trying to get an idea of what they're thinking inside the car against the guys they're racing with. And Mark Martin comes to mind. Uh, I said, Mark, what do you think? Not only of the car, but the guys you're racing against. He said, these are some of the best super late model drivers I've ever competed against. And that's a tall uh, statement, especially from a guy like Mark Martin. Uh, he had mad respect for the guys that he was racing against. His night didn't go well. He ended up breaking, but uh, it happens in a race car. The different drivers, though, have had uh, a lot of the same comments. The competitors on that track and that truck all lend to a really good night of racing. And I know you're going to do an outstanding job. Uh, to, well, hey, Thursday night, there's a big concert too, right? So now that you got that Nashville guitar, maybe we can get you on the stage and find out what you learned picking-wise. Oh, man, I, I actually have always wanted to learn how to play the guitar, but I knew I would never... I'd never want to invest the money if I didn't have to. Uh, uh, now that I got a guitar, that's basically all the investment. Now I just got to figure out how to how to play it. So I've actually started looking up tutorials or what I need to get for like an amp or something. So uh, I'm definitely not going to learn how to play it by the time Canada comes around. But uh, maybe in a year or two, if I get to come up again, I'll I'll bring it up. Well, there's iconic trophies in NASCAR. You think, you know, Martinsville, you get the clock. Nashville, you get the guitar. Uh, there's some really cool ones out there. And Friday night, you won one of the coolest ones. I'll tell you, that guitar is going to come in handy. Uh, someday when you're retired, you'll be able to look back and grab that thing and uh, try and play it. Be kind of cool if you could win that Canadian icon trophy the uh, John W. Chisholm Memorial Cup. Uh, it's going to be outstanding. This is uh, this race has got a ton of history to it, and I know the Chisholm family and the whole Riverside International family is uh, really going to treat you well. Uh, you're going to get your mind blown, I believe, when you get up here into Canada. You're in for a good time, buddy, and I know the race fans are in for a really good show. With you in that field, man, I'll tell you, I don't know who to take in this one. Absolutely. I'm excited for it. Um, I'm just ready to get up there. It's getting closer before we know it. You betcha. Carson, we can't thank you enough for the time tonight on a busy, busy weekend for you. Really appreciate it. And I know, I know we all look forward to catching up with you July 15th weekend at Riverside International Speedway in the IWK250. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be dynamite. Can't wait to see Carson up here. Uh, like I said, he's going to fit like a glove. I guarantee it. Uh, he is one of those drivers that you can count on. Uh, his Xfinity race didn't go real well for him yesterday, but uh, hey, it, it, it's not going to work out every single time. Watch for him in that uh, IWK 250. Uh, the guys with uh, Nova Racing will have him a car prepared. He's going to bring some of his guys in to help him out. So he'll have familiar guys turning wrenches and uh Real familiar with the Van Doren car, so uh, it's going to be off the hook. We're going to take our final break of the night. When we come back, we're going to talk about that race that happened out on the rock at Eastbound International Speedway. Uh, we're going to talk NASCAR Pinties, not with the winner. Trayton Lapsovich still in the air. We can't get him at 40,000 feet, but we got the second-place finisher, and that is Alex Labbe. He's going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay there. We've got lots more still to come tonight on Race Time Radio.
Bonjour, ici Ando Ranger, coureur de la voiture 27. Vous écoutez Race Time Radio. I'm Andrew Ranger, you're listening Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. The greatest drivers and cars in the world return to Canada's legendary road course from July 7th to 9th. The Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park features the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship with a new for 2023 GTP class featuring Le Mans prototypes as well as exotics and sports cars for their only stop in Canada. Don't miss the Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park July 7th to 9th and the return of world-class racing, camping, and family fun. Go to Canadian Tire Motorsport Park for tickets and details. The Riverside 250 started back in 1977 at Riverside International Speedway. The 250 has continued for all but a couple of years since. In 2007, the 250 was titled the IWK 250 and has been Canada's crown jewel event to win every year. The tradition continues this July 15th weekend. With the IWK 250 tailgate party on Thursday night, then Friday night, it's the Auto World Sportsman Series, Henry's Auto Pro 100. And then on Saturday, it's the IWK 250 featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour and teams from across Canada and the U.S. For tickets and camping info, get to riversidespeedway.ca and join us live. At Canada's ultimate short track race, the IWK 250, presented by Steve Lewis. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Endicottish, Nova Scotia. From the high banks of Daytona. We cover it all. We are Race Time Radio. And now... And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, our final segment of the night. And we are going to go back to the Zoom line, and we're going to welcome in not the winner of the Rock and the Pro Line 250, but the second place finisher. The winner was Trayton Lapsovich. He's still in the air, but uh, our next guest, he's Firmly on the ground and in his car on his way home. Let's welcome in driver of the 24 yesterday uh, for Dave Jacobs. It is Alex Lave. What's going on there, Alex? How you doing, buddy? 
Hey, doing pretty good, and you? Really, really good. Uh, thanks so much for doing this tonight. Uh, you've had a busy weekend, buddy. You uh, made it out to the Rock. That would have been your first trip out there, I believe. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, very first trip. Very first trip in Newfoundland. Very first trip. But he's bound uh, Speedway. It was, it, was, it was fun track. I mean, it was pretty challenging. It was, uh, uh, yep, but two different, two different, completely different corners, and uh it was it was a good time. Uh, we had a good car. We unloaded uh, with a good, good decent speed. It made it made it better and uh, made it a little worse there in the second stint, but still uh, fought hard uh, to second place. So it was a it was a good day. Oh yeah, you put on a show. I can guarantee you that. I was on the edge of my seat. Didn't know whether Trayton was going to be able to do it. He was a very fast car, but Alex, no doubt, that twenty four car was uh, definitely a contender in that one. Uh, the restart, the final restart, I guess, uh, we'll start there. Uh, th- there was an oil spill down the racetrack. It did slick things up. I know Scott and the guys out at Eastbound, they worked awful hard to make sure that they gave these guys a track that they could finish this big race off with. And, uh, uh, Alex, there's no doubt you got into that on the restart, and it did send you up the track a wee bit. It really messed you up, but you recovered well. Yeah, you know, uh, the initial restart after the cleanup, I, I was second, so I really uh, had a, really, a pretty decent one and two when I could. I was still side by side with Trayton, and I tried to try to get in the corner with him going in three, and I put my right side in the oil, and it just got really, really free. And so I still managed it back and came back in line third. And uh, we then there was a final restart where I restarted third, and we banged doors a little bit with the, the with the ninety six, and like Trayton was able to pull. Uh, Pulled away by by a by a lot, so he, he built a safe gap, and uh, I fought uh, fought all the way back to the line with a 96. He roughed me up a little bit in three and four in the last lap, and then we we drag race for, to the line, and I got him by like by three thousand in a second. I think so. Ah, Pretty cool finish. yeah, yeah, that's what you wanted to do, right? At least get that guy back after roughing you up a wee bit. Yeah. Alex, you're a past champion in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Uh, that was a few years ago. You've been incredibly busy. We've had you on Race Time Radio a bunch. Uh, you, you've been in the NASCAR Xfinity Series competing full-time a couple of years ago and then limited uh, schedule this year, but you're a new dad. You've got a lot of things happening in life. Uh, what was it like to step back into the realm of the NASCAR Pinty Series this year? That oh, was fun for sure. I, mean, uh, I had a really good opportunity with uh, with Thomas Nebu, uh, Evan Rum, and uh, Jacobs Racing. They had, uh, I mean, I've, I've driven for Dave for, for Jacobs Racing for quite a bit, but that was a new car from a new car they purchased over the winter, and uh, it was kind of a good fit for me to test the the, the equipment because Thomas had uh, an obligation; he had to go run a, a Porsche race in Watkins Glen for his Porsche Carrera Cup championship. So uh, it worked out good, and um, I'm really happy I was able to get to get good feedback. I feel like I, I know I know how to make the car even better for Thomas and a lot and to make it easier to drive for him, especially him as a rookie. And a, he's only got two races in a stock car. And I feel like the car was the car the car I was driving this weekend was fast, but it was really tough to drive. It was I really had to add one line and I, I really had to be really, really consistent. It was I couldn't I couldn't move around as much as the other guys, but uh, I feel like I know I know I know what to do to make the car a little bit more comfortable with with Thomas uh, for uh, for for later in the year, and uh, it was it was it was a great time. I always love to go to go out there and uh, being competitive and uh, contend for wins. Oh man, you are competitive, and whatever you step into, and how big is that for Thomas uh, to, to get your input to have you in the car for a full two hundred and fifty lap race? I know he won't be stepping back into the car and going onto that very speedway. 
But really, the nuances of that car as a new driver, uh, you're really going to be able to uh, make a difference in his career, I bet. Uh, I'm trying for sure. I've been, I've been, I coached him a, a little bit to start the year, too, so it was a good fit for me to get in the car and try to help him uh, get up to speed and understand the the driving of these cars. Uh, like uh, it's, it's so much different from, from what he, he's used to, so... Uh, I'm just trying trying to help, and I feel like this the, the this weekend with whatever what, what we did with the, like for me riding the car and understanding what, how the car reacts and all that stuff, and I'm, it's gonna be easier for me to communicate with him even uh, further in the year. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, look, Alex, I looked back just a few weeks ago, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I remember looking at your social media, and you were winning at a dirt track. I didn't know you were even a dirt track guy, but look at you, you get out and you won in that too. Yeah, that was my first ever dirt race too. So I, I, I was I was uh, pretty surprised. It was it was a good time though. It was uh, had a really good car from uh, the, the guys from uh, Lucier Chevrolet prepared me a really really fast car, and uh, it was fun. We finished one and two. Uh, my teammate finished right behind me, uh, Donovan. So it was I had a, I had a great time. I wish uh, I'm, I we're probably going to be able to run a little bit more later in the year. So we'll we'll see whenever the, the schedule uh, permits us. We're we're going to be uh, we're going to be on a dirt track or an asphalt track, and we're. Uh, Trying to stay as busy as possible, even if we uh, if we we grew the family a little bit uh, earlier this year. So it's uh, it's fun. I mean, I, I I still want my daughter to to, to, to come, and uh, I mean, she's pretty young now. She won't remember it, but I, I still want her in a couple of years, whenever she's gonna she's gonna grow up to to be able to come on the racetrack and uh, enjoy this with with us. We're with Alex Lave. He finished second out on the rock in uh, the NASCAR Pinty Series. It was the Proline 250. Did a great job behind the wheel. Uh, Trayton Lapsovich in the 20 had his way. Uh, that's three wins for Trayton. we got to congratulate him on that. Uh, does this maybe, Alex, with that dirt race win uh, and doing what you did on the weekend, does that sort of lend itself well to win the NASCAR Pinty Series Heads for us weekend. We got two dirt races coming up with the Pinty scars. Is there a you know a skinny chance that we just may see you in a Pinty scar on dirt? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at that avenue yet. I'm definitely more. Uh, I'm definitely trying to run a couple road courses, but I haven't, I haven't looked at that uh, that that uh, that option yet. But uh, it, it'd be fun for sure if they, if they probably got a good opportunity there. But uh, I still got a lot to learn. I feel under it's, it's fun. I mean it's. The, especially like the sportsman car I, I was driving, they're, they're they're really meant for for dirt racing, so they're really really enjoyable to drive, and they're it's just it's something completely different. But it's at the end of the day, you're just trying to trying to make lap time, trying to go as fast as possible, and uh, that's that's uh, that, that's the goal of a race car driver. So we feel like it, even if it's on asphalt, on dirt, on a mile and a half, or on a quarter mile, you you always got the same optic, and uh, you're just trying to make the the lap as quick as possible. Well, you're always amazing behind the wheel, and you do Canada so proud uh, when you participate down in the NASCAR Xfinity Series uh, with DGM, of course, Mario Goslin, a uh, fellow Canadian. Uh, he's down there. He's putting cars on racetracks. And uh, you, to see you behind the wheel of either the 36 or the 90, whatever it is that you get into, it's always a show. And you've been coming so close to getting even more success uh, in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Uh, do you have more of those races still to come in the schedule? Uh, they still got lots of races left to do. Are you going to be back in one of those cars? Yep, yeah, I'll be back in the seat uh, next weekend. I'm going to be in Chicago. 
driving for uh, I'm gonna be driving for a new team. I'm gonna be in the, in the 35 car for uh, Emerlin Gaze uh, racing. So gotta be a new experience. I'm gonna be driving a Toyota for the first time too. So uh, can't wait to see what uh, what it's gonna do. I got a I got a great opportunity with them. I wasn't I I, I didn't really have a seat. So I uh, we 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 uh, they called me last week uh, two weeks ago and we we put that together. So it works out pretty good. They want to evaluate their equipment and they want to see what, what they're capable of. And, uh, they, they don't want to build their points at the same time. So it's, it's a good opportunity for me to go, go down there in Chicago on a brand new racetrack and, uh, make the most out of it. That's, that's always, uh, that's always a plan. Well, they couldn't have picked a better guy to get in behind the wheel. Is that the same team? Uh, I, I know you ran a couple with DGM at the beginning of the year. Uh, and then you jumped into a different car. Was it the uh, 35? No, it was a different team. I was with RSS. For a couple of races with the the Sieg, uh, Sieg family owned uh, race team. That's right. That, that's, the, that's the team. I, I was in the twenty nine car again at Sonoma the last time I, I I raced, and we had a really good outing. We qualified eleven. Had a really solid race, but didn't really turn out for us there at the end. But uh, it was it was a really solid day for us too. Yeah, amazing. Uh, you're one of those universal drivers that can pretty well do it all. Now that you got the dirt experience, that even <laughs> furthers that. It makes that resume even longer. Uh, it's going to be a busy year coming up. Uh, it, it, whenever you get behind the wheel, it's kind of cool. Uh, I love watching you in the Xfinity series. Do you ever have any aspirations to jump into a truck, say? Yeah, I mean, if, if I got the right opportunity. I mean, I feel at this point I really got I really want to sit in a, uh, a perform like a top top tier team. If I if I go if I go down in trucks or or, or, or run a road course in a in a win, like I, 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 I can't, if I go run some trucks, I want to be able to win some races. So I don't know if if the right opportunity comes, I'm I'm definitely gonna gonna t- gonna take it. But uh, as of now, it's uh, I got I got I got nothing in plans. But we never know. It'd be it'd be fun. I've never I've never driven a truck before. Last question for you: Have you looked at the IWK two fifty out at Riverside? I know you like that speedway. Uh, I could yeah. just imagine you in a super late model out there. That, my friend, would be another big bonus. <laughs> no, for sure. I think is I think Carson Osovar is going. Is that he's going there this year? Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool place. I I, I I really enjoyed it every time we went there in the Pinty series. It's a Really fast track, and uh, there's a lot of. I know, especially those uh, those maritime uh, pro stock. There, they got some really strong fields on there too. So it'd be, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd definitely be a good time if I got an opening in my in my schedule. Yeah, I wonder. You know, you coming off eastbound. I know the corners are kind of blind there at eastbound. If you're in the bottom lane and you go into, you know, turn three, it's kind of hard. You can't see the exit of turn four. Was that an issue this weekend? Was it kind of daunting? Uh, to be down there and not be able to see out, or I guess it's kind of you're kind of used to it with the different yeah, tracks yeah. that you go on. Yeah, no, for now, it, it, it didn't it didn't really bother me. I mean, I know I my that was my spotter job. If there was something that far, I couldn't see to, to tell me, but uh, no, it didn't really bother me too much. <laughs> yeah, oh, amazing! You did a great job, uh, and I can I well imagine that dog behind you is going to have to uh, do some business outside. Uh, did Did you just fly in now? You just heading home? No, I flew. I flew in in the morning, but I went to meet the girls at uh, at the marina where where, where my where my 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 uh, my in laws got the they got a boat, so I had a 
I went to meet the girls there for the day, and I'm, we're driving back home right now. Well, yeah, we genuinely appreciate the time, my friend. Uh, congratulations on the second place finish. Congratulations on the dirt win, and uh, good luck at Chicago. I'd love to hear about it afterwards. We get you back on the show at some point here, and we'll catch up, so to speak. For sure, let me know. <laughs> you want to believe it? IWK250. You got to look at that too. That'd be cool to see yeah. you roll in. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, if I got the right opportunity, I'll definitely, I'll definitely take it. <laughs> well, I could see you and Carson going at it. That, that'd be kind of cool, yeah. too. Uh, yeah, that'd be, pretty, yeah, that'd be pretty cool for sure. <laughs> Alex Lave. Uh, don't make it much better. Alex, thanks so much for the time, buddy. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, you watch watch for him, man. I'm telling you, Alex Lave has been there, done that. Uh, he is right in the sweet spot of his career right now. Um, he is, uh, like, uh, he can get it done. Uh, he uh, runs the NASCAR Xfinity Series. When I look back a few years, when uh, Alex was running full-time, um, he, he was top 20, top 20. The next year he came out, another full-time deal, finished, uh, I want to say, 18th in the overall point standings. Uh, when it comes time for a road course, uh, at Alex Lave in a DGM car, um, they got to the Roval, and Alex goes from that, you know, uh, 18th, 20th position, which I might add in the Xfinity series is still huge, right? You still got another 20 cars behind you consistently. But Alex goes out there at uh, the Roval and he ends up with a top four finish. He finished fourth uh, and he was there. Uh, you got to know that he is a competitive, competitive driver. Uh, given the right opportunity, it's a guy like that that we can look at and say, you know, when, when it comes time for support and uh, looking at maybe getting a guy into the Cup Series one day, Alex Lave would be a perfect choice uh, if there was a team that was looking for a driver and you could gain the support because you need all three of those in order to compete at that level. Uh, but Alex Lave would be one of those drivers that uh, he would sort of fit like a glove and given the right opportunity – he would make the most of it, I can guarantee you. But that is it for all of our guests tonight. I want to tell you about some of the shows that are coming up. Do a little bit of previewing here. Uh, the Ontario Sportsman Series is going to go back under the green flag this coming Saturday night at Savile Speedway. If you haven't witnessed the Ontario Sportsman Series yet, uh, make it out and watch their show. Uh, they do a great job. Uh, you got guys like Corey McAllister in the 71 car. Uh, the four car, Connor James, won the last race out. Uh, does a great job behind the wheel of that. Uh, the 18 car, uh, Chad McGlynn. He is one of those uh, competitors that have been out there a long time. Tim Tolton in the three car. Uh, all guys that you got to keep your eye on. I love watching that series. When uh, Just when you think the guy that is leading the race is going to go win it, think again. Uh, those cars change by the lap and provide awesome racing. Uh, you want to see them, and you can do that this weekend coming up at Sovel Speedway. Uh, the Quick Quick Firestarter Superstock Series, they've raced once. That was at Peterborough Speedway uh, two weeks ago. Uh, they're going to be back on track for round number two, this time on the half mile at Delaware Speedway. This Canada Day weekend, uh, I'll tell you, Delaware Speedway has got it. Friday and Saturday night, not only are you going to see the quick, quick fire starter super stocks, uh, how about the hot rods 
and the Modifieds, the Oscar Hot Rods and Oscar Modifieds, they're going to be there both days, Friday and Saturday of the Canada Day weekend. Awesome racing. On Saturday night, it's going to be the Spectra 100. The APC series is back on track. You got to know that the car count's going to swell at Delaware Speedway. A lot of the guys that may not be running the full tour will be out at Delaware Speedway. They all want to kick at that half-mile racetrack, and it is a beaut. Uh, so you want to check that out. Uh, G-Force will have live coverage, but there's nothing like being at the Speedway and taking the races in live, as you know. Uh, so check that out. Um, Super Late Model Series out on Canada's uh, East Coast. They're not back on track until July the 8th, where uh, they'll be at Petty International Raceway. Uh, quick, quick fire starter, Canon Midgets. They're going to be at the beach this weekend, Saturday and Sunday night. A lot of the tracks will have Canada Day specials, whether they're racing both days or the Saturday, you can pretty well guarantee it. Um, uh, you want to make it to your local short track for sure. Uh, Saratoga Speedway out in BC. It is the Battle at the Black Creek Canada Day weekend uh, with racing July 1st and 2nd. Uh, they got the late models in. Uh, they've got uh, a, a whole list. Check them out. Uh, Penticton Speedway don't think is racing next weekend. You got to wait another week if you're heading to Penticton. Uh, but Agassiz, uh, Edmonton International Raceway, they got the Pindies race coming up in a few weeks. Uh, check them out if you're out in the Edmonton area or Alberta area. Um, and uh, we, I keep forgetting to hit uh, Height Motor Speedway. Uh, they're just outside Grand Prairie, Alberta, and uh, they do a great job. Uh, check it out. If you're out that way, heading out maybe on holidays, going to the West Coast, stop by and take a, a night of racing in at one of those facilities. And you can Google it as you go, right? If you're staying in that area, check it out and see what they got for local short tracks. And uh, I'm sure you're going to hit on uh, some races that you'll never forget. And how cool on your holiday to take a short track race in. Uh, on the way through Saskatchewan, don't forget about uh, uh, the Sutherland Automotive Speedway. Um, a great racetrack there. And Canada Day festivities will be flying at that speedway. Uh, look forward to getting Junior back in the studio next weekend. Uh, he should be back here. At least I say he should be. Uh, he will be back. He'll be spotting for the 17 of Josh Stoddy in the uh, ABC series. Uh, no action for the NASCAR Pindy series until the streets of Toronto roll around. And we got a couple of weeks on that just yet before they head off and do the West Coast Swing. Um, but it'll be nice to get him back in the studio. Uh, oh, he said, Dad, do me a favor and put a shout out. The guy's name is Mike in Newfoundland. Uh, Joe was walking from the uh, racetrack up into the spotter stand uh, just before practice. And one of the fans came up, pointed at him and said, you, you are the guy. He said, you're race time radio. And Joe said, yeah, very good. And he's a faithful viewer of the show of Newfoundland. And Joe says, you got to put a shout out to Mike in Newfoundland and tell him thanks for listening and thanks for watching Race Time Radio. So, Mike, there you go. Uh, and we've got fans like that right across the country uh, enjoying Race Time, and we surely do appreciate it. Get to a short track this weekend coming up. Uh, you won't regret it. The season is right at the ripe spot right now. 
Uh, you got cars that, you know, the newness is out of them. They're going to go out, they're going to compete, and they're going to run hard. Um, and that's what you want to go pay and watch. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. Remember, if you want to get a, be a part of a team that's going to hit the IWK 250, Rick Spencer Walt, he would be a good choice. Um, and he's looking. So uh, that is going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Got to thank Sue right here in the studio for getting all the graphics and everything done up. And I got to thank Scott uh, back in Toronto at Sirius XM and uh, everybody that makes the show possible. And you, the race fans, for tuning in each and every week. I, we can't thank you enough for that. We'll be back next week with another brand new lineup with a whole pile of winners from Canada Day weekend, but that's going to do it tonight. Enjoy yourself, everybody. Have a safe holiday, and we'll catch you back here next Sunday, all live on Race Time Radio. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.